Happy Saturday, everyone. We have quite the situation here involving a man going missing out of Jackson, Mississippi. Then apparently it turns out he's been hit by officers and buried as a John Doe, even though officers really had his identification all along. It's a wild ride and we are about to get into it. On March 5th, 2023, 37-year-old Dexter Wade left the home that he shared with his mother in Jackson, Mississippi with a friend and never returned back home. His mother, Betterston Wade, reported her son, Dexter, missing. For weeks, Betterston called around desperately trying to get answers about the whereabouts of her son, and after 172 days, Betterston learned that Dexter had been killed less than an hour after he left the home, having been struck by a cop cruiser crossing a nearby interstate and was buried as John Doe number 672. Dexter was crossing a nearby interstate when he was struck by a police officer, The corporal who alerted police of the collision was not injured in this accident. Dexter, however, was killed. They did a field sobriety test on the officer, which he passed, and the officer was not cited for any traffic violations or wrongdoing, and Dexter's death was ruled an accident. The Hines County Coroner's Office responded to the scene of the accident, and they claimed that they did not find any identification on Dexter's body while they were examining it. However, they did find a bottle of prescription medication in his pocket, which had his name on it. Three days later, on March 8th, the accident investigator LeGrand Elliott contacted the medical facility that had prescribed the prescription pills and was given Betterston's information as Dexter's next of kin. Elliot claims that he called the number listed for Betterston and left a voicemail but got no response. The number he claims to have called was in fact the correct number for Betterston, but she says that she doesn't ever remember receiving any calls or having received any voicemail. They had more than just the prescription pill bottle, though, because Elliot confirmed Dexter's identification another way on March 9th. The state crime lab fingerprinted the remains, and Dexter's fingerprints were on file from his prior criminal record, so they had both the prescription pill bottle as well as his identification through his fingerprints. Despite all of that, Dexter was still buried as John Doe number 672, unbeknownst to Betterston, who continued the search for her missing son. On August 24th, a new investigator called Betterston and said that she had found her son Dexter and that an officer would come speak with her in person. Betterston said that she knew in that moment that her son was deceased. Betterston then called accident investigator LaGrange Elliott, who told her that he had known Dexter's name since the day he died and passed the information to the Jackson Police Department and even told her about the pauper's burial. Notes confirm that the coroner's office turned over Dexter's information to Jackson Police Department's Accident Investigation Unit and reached out to the department several times to see if the next of kin had been notified. 
Typically, bodies buried at the pauper cemetery are bodies that go unclaimed for five or more days, and the coroner had held on to Dexter's remains for months in the hopes that they would be claimed given the identification was known and had been given to the police department. So this woman had been calling for months, wanting information on her missing son, and it appears that all along the police department that told her they had no information for her in reality actually had all of the information and all of the answers. They just weren't sharing those with Betterston. Dexter's body was exhumed on Monday, November 13th, and Dexter's body was set to be exhumed at 11.30 a.m. on Monday with his family present, but they began to exhume his body hours before they were actually set to do so. Someone who had arrived early noticed that they had exhumed Dexter's body before the set time and not under the set conditions, and so notifications were made. And when the family and others arrived at the gravesite, allegedly they had to physically bar Coroner Sharon Stewart from leaving with Dexter's body. Another move that can only be perceived as mischievous and done with malice, given the circumstances, because instead of Betterson watching her son's body be lifted from the ground as planned, she watched his body get lifted from the back of the coroner's vehicle into a funeral home hearse. An independent pathologist found that Dexter's wallet was on him with his identification and credit cards and other items, which makes you wonder why these items weren't documented as found on him originally, and since they weren't, how they got in there. And it also makes you wonder why his body was exhumed before the set time and not under the set conditions. The independent pathologist also said that the injuries were consistent with Dexter having been hit by a car. Dexter had multiple blunt force injuries to his skull, ribs, and pelvis, and he also had a detached left leg. It looked as if he had been completely ran over by the cop cruiser. With the identification of Dexter admittedly known since March 5th, and with multiple ways to verify this and documentation that they had notified the proper people of this information, it begs the question of why officers wouldn't notify Betterston, why they would tell her they had no answers when all along they did, and why they would bury him as John Doe number 672. Well, the plot thickens. In 2019, Betterston Wade's brother, 61-year-old George Robinson, died after he was approached by officers, struck with a flashlight, body slammed to the ground, and stomped several times in the chest and stomach, according to eyewitnesses, by Jackson police officers. His death was caused by subdural hemorrhage due to blunt force trauma, and his death was ruled a homicide. Initially, the three officers, Desmond Barney, Lincoln Lampley, and Anthony Fox, who were involved in the incident that killed George, were not charged in his death. They weren't fired. They weren't suspended. Matter of fact, they never missed a paycheck. Eventually, one of the officers involved, Anthony Fox, was convicted of manslaughter by a jury. And, of course, that conviction is currently being appealed. Betterston is also currently involved in a wrongful death lawsuit over the death of her brother, accusing Jackson officers of excessive force and attempting to cover up their actions. Which, of course, hypothetically, allegedly, supposedly, I don't know shit about fuck, it might make one consider 
the possibility that perhaps when this officer accidentally hit Dexter, he or someone else saw Dexter's identification and thought, oh, for fuck's sake, this guy's mother is currently in a massive lawsuit with the police department. What the fuck are we going to do? Or maybe they're the most negligent, unqualified police department in Mississippi. I mean, I don't know. Just fruit for thought. And while we're sitting here having profound thoughts, Dexter's grave was marked number 672. And given the circumstances surrounding this case, it makes you wonder what other John and Jane Doe's might be buried out there under similar circumstances. But I'll digress on that for now. A funeral will be held this coming Monday, November 20th, 2023 for Dexter Wade at New Horizon Church International in Jackson, Mississippi at 11 a.m. Civil rights and social justice activist Al Sharpton will deliver the eulogy during Dexter's funeral. Al Sharpton and Ben Crump have both called on the Justice Department to investigate the Jackson Police Department, and they have already sent a letter to the U.S. Attorney General to request an investigation into the Jackson Police Department's actions. So that's it for this situation, and situation it certainly is. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will see you guys on the next episode. (laughs) 